0: Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin.
1: And I'm Brent's huge amount
0: of regret for watching this movie. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. It's Hebrew. It's from the Talmud.
1: It says, whoever saves one life, saves the world entire. By law,
0: I have to tell you. Sir, I'm a Jew. Well, I'm a German. So there we are. Cue, Cue the, the theme, theme song. song. The
1: truth. Is always the right answer. All you have to do is tell me what it's worth to you. What's a person worth? No, 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 no. What's one worth to you, Stan? If this factory ever produces a shell that can actually be fired, I'd be very unhappy. Whoever saves one life, saves the world entire.
0: All right. Kind of didn't want to do this movie, (laughs) but I felt like. It had to be done. It's just someone's got to do it, right? And be able to talk to you about it. 1993, Schindler's List. One of the movies out there that likely you'd see a single time and then maybe not revisit. That doesn't really mean it wasn't a good movie or didn't have interesting things about it. It just means that the content and subject matter is so freaking heavy and trying to put you right in it. That it's just not like appealing to do on a second watch, and our colleague Brent had avoided this one for years and years, yep. all time in fact.
1: Yep. Why? Why? Yeah, that's what I asked myself as we were approaching it, watching it, getting close to finishing it, realizing I, we weren't at all close to finishing it, then actually getting close to finishing it, and then when we finished it, I
2: tried talking to, talk all the to way. guys. I tried to. <laughs> For the record, I tried to talk us out of watching us the uh, that day. I wanted to uh, watch one of our next movies. I wasn't in the mood. I had I had things I had to do the next day, and I wanted to be in a good mood. And uh, I knew that this was gonna put me into a not good mood, and it did not. Oh. No, oh, I folks, mean, it also, did. also
1: there was a huge massacre on the day that we were watching this, so it was like depressing yeah, intact, after yeah. depressing.
2: Yeah. It was kind of a depressing day.
0: Yeah, except for being with you two, and the ones that I love, that day kind of yeah. Well, blew. that part was nice. It's a small Thanksgiving.
2: Um. Yeah. So. Yes. You want to explain this one, Johnny?
0: Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Why? Now, Steven Spielberg directs. Um. Liam Neeson, Ben Kingsley, Ralph Fiennes are the 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 big, the big trio coming out of this with Caroline Goodall, Jonathan Seagal, Ambeth Davids uh john williams did the music and like I i don't know 93 so a budget of 22 million would probably have been semi-high 93 but this is a three hour and 15 minute movie ladies and gentlemen so a 22 million dollar budget interesting made over 300 back and just covers a heartening story that takes place about joe schindler no his name was oscar oscar schindler um, who ends up saving, uh, a little over a thousand mostly Polish Jews, um, from being gassed and killed and murder as part of the Holocaust, which is pretty, the awful backdrop for this movie. So in order to see this inspiring story of this man, you got to, yeah, see a lot of really crazy and heinous shit. Um, so yeah, it gives you a lot of feels, uh, and v- would have been a very, very difficult movie to, to do, I'm sure, like this movie would be up there with some other films where it would like basically need to be made by a Jew um, who had, you know, families directly affected by this because it's that's you'd want that kind of heart of things to come through and uh, not having that history. I wouldn't want to presume to know about it and write it. So the team that set out to do this based it on a book um, called Schindler's Ark, I believe. And Steve Zalian... um, wrote this screenplay and yeah Spielberg made it into a freaking movie like only Steven Spielberg can so you know when you're going to see a Spielberg movie you're going to be like directing and everything is going to be on point because dude's an experienced filmmaker um out of the gate I'd like to maybe get the discussion rolling by the interesting style that he used which was very reminiscent of like 50s and 60s film noir almost um, like almost t- when you meet Oscar Schindler for the first time, you feel like you're in one of those old timey black and white PI or detective, um, private investigator novels at times. And the movie doesn't stray too far from that look and feel though. It's a war movie. This isn't, it just doesn't feel like an expansive Epic. Like there are a couple of different locations, but yeah. Like, what'd you guys think of the style coming at coming at this one it was over three, three hours. That. Jesus. But the length is is way too
1: long. Fuck.
2: I mean, it this is. story
1: is an important story. It's a great story, and if you consider <laughs> the Schindler story amidst the backdrop—I mean, not John. I, I mean, <laughs> if you consider this story against the backdrop of like the horror of this war and everything, I mean, the whole thing is is epic and so—I mean, so significant, right? It's kind of it's kind of a difficult topic to do just like a Holocaust movie or anything else so I think what what Spielberg does really well as far as the style goes in this movie and and the actual story is he he shrinks the scope of it but he gives us um, a great cast of characters that do all the work of giving the overall horror and 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 aspect of the war and, and Holocaust. While while making it very digestible amongst these characters, he spends way too long doing that, and I think there's a ton of stuff that could be cut, including that last scene with Liam Neeson. But we don't have to jump ahead. Um, but I think the style's really well done. I think that his choices are really good. There are a few, um, a few, few arguments I'd have, but um, that's probably a way longer answer
0: than you were hoping. <laughs> It was a good one, though.
2: I liked the directing. Um, for the most part, I thought the directing was good. Um, I mean, the choice of black and white was was also smart. Uh, he uses that well in this movie. I I, I just feel like uh, there's a, it's a little the the violence and the the graphic nature of it is a little too there's a it's almost over the top it's he shows it too much like mm. to the point where i think it loses its power in some respects throughout the movie because we see so much in the first two thirds that it's really hard to affect the audience any longer when you when you just keep piling it on um and then also showing so much it's so graphic um and at times, uh, we've seen other filmmakers uh, make you feel something without showing, like exactly what you're seeing. The unseen can sometimes be worse than showing the violence, the act of violence. And in this one, he just goes for it. He he doesn't he doesn't take that into consideration at all. It's just he just it's just very dryly shown. The and he the knows murder. how to do
1: that. That's all of Jaws, right?
0: Oh
2: yeah. Yeah, Jaws, I mean, but once again, that Jaws was an accident because they couldn't get the shark to work. It was, it so was, So he yeah. didn't intentionally do it. It ended up being the best, the, the most brilliant decision in the movie to do it the way that he did do it. But it was out of uh, necessity, not not out of choice. Maybe he could have learned a little bit more from his, <laughs> his happy accidents of Jaws. Because... Yeah, um, I do think it loses its power, the um, the graphic nature of it. Um, and like how, the one thing that it does show that I don't think I've ever seen any other movie do so well, which I think is why this movie is so revered. Um, and we talked about this a little bit when we were watching it, but was the, the casualness, the casual nature in which they, they just mass murder people. I just murder a random person. It, they, those people don't mean anything to them. And, And like as they show with uh, with um, what's his name, Ralph Fiennes' character, he just like wakes up and has a coffee and just starts shooting people. Um, We also talked about how it almost seemed like it had some kind of a a weird, twisted humor to some of that, Uh, which was also kind of off putting and strange. um, That it was written and directed that way. I, 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 how, what did you guys feel about that?
1: my my guess about that because you're right there was there was like some aspects of levity kind of kind of sewn in my thought for that was try like spielberg's attempt maybe to explain like the perverse and like you said like nonchalant manner like they they don't even view the jewish people as human right so it's it's throwing that bit of levity in there i think and that lightness I think is kind of um, referring to the the way that these SS guys used to just exterminate human beings, um, you know, just disregarding any sense of, of what magnitude of an action that is. Yeah, and you then like, like the rolling
2: it? the rolling of the eyes of his girlfriend and stuff, like oh god, here we go again. Like she's annoyed more by the noise instead of That's what of I mean. Yeah, it's
1: fucking horrific.
2: That's and what that's, I mean. She's a it's mafia
1: just, wife, right? She knows what's going on. Yeah, and she's she is to going just on. as bad because of her complicitness, right?
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. they all all the th- those Germans um, felt like the the Jews were not people, like they were convinced of it. So it was easy for them to treat them as nothing. I mean, it's not much different than the the. Um, how slave owners would look at their slaves from back in the day. It's property, right? So I can do with my property, whatever I want. And just somehow like that, that's a walking, it's not a walking, talking bureau or table. It's a person, right? And so they were just able to believe that. So I felt like that maybe the humor was just my own darkness, kind of not knowing exactly how to react, except for to laugh at the absurdity of watching fines, like sniping person after person. And then the woman getting annoyed with it. It's, I don't know, I think it all kind of played into the, um, the the casualness and I think definitely that was beaten home for me in this movie because every the most heinous stuff that, that happens, um, like you don't actually see anyone getting gassed in this movie and it's very light on those kind of specific details. Instead, you see like the bureaucracy of the Germans. Well, you see that which, group go into the showers and they get the showers on them and gassed. They just get the showers on them. They don't get gas. Oh, that's
1: right. Sorry, sorry, sorry.
0: They tell the story, so they set that horror up. So really, all the ways that mostly Jewish people die are being shot by soldiers in this one, yeah. um, which I bet was intentional as well, which is also why we probably see so many being killed because he had to you know, keep up appearances that people were being slaughtered if he wasn't going to show something as heinous as the gassing, which I'm kind of really thankful he didn't do um to know it would happen and to give us that other scary scene where they end up just getting showered like that was enough for my brain like i, I couldn't have handled the gassing scene in this movie I think that well, actually we know that really happens
2: right I thought yeah. that was actually a really good scene too the way they did that they built the yeah. tension and stuff yeah yeah and and you knew it was happening um, but those people, luckily, it wasn't ha- at that point what wasn't happening to them. They were just either de them or cleaning them for the camp. But they walk make... out
1: and then see that group of people going in the incinerator. Yeah,
2: though. but it also doesn't make any sense. Why are they cleaning them? Why are they, first of all, letting them be cleaned? Why are they cleaning them if they're just going to kill them anyway? Like, what does it matter if, I guess maybe they don't want disease in the camps with their soldiers and their personnel being, so they're they're making sure that as long as they're staying there, they're like de de-lousing or cleaning them. I. I don't understand why they were doing that mass shower, but it was the scene was very tense and well directed, and um, it was a it was a good scene. The, the, this movie is definitely too long, and and could be edited quite effectively because of the length. You just don't need so much of Ralph Fine's character. There's far too much of him in this. You can't have that scene with him shooting people with a sniper rifle in the morning with his cup of coffee or whatever uh and then expect to have other scenes where he like takes people out back and shoots them or or shoots like 25 people It you've gone you, once again like you're not learning anything new about his character you're just basically seeing him do the same thing to the jewish people over and over and over again and as an audience we're not learning anything and like i said it starts to lose its shock value. So if anything, you're like desensitizing your audience to this, this disgusting violence in like yeah. a way that I was definitely not what he was intending on doing. But I do think that with a movie that's three hours and 15 minutes long, and as much as he shows that stuff, it that does have an effect on the audience because it should never, you should never at any point st- stop being shocked by what these people are fucking doing. I wouldn't, I would have pulled back on that a lot.
0: I think you could just to save time and you'd still think Amon was like a horrible, horrible person. Just the thing with the
2: sniper rifle says it all. Like, honestly, like what more do you honest? what, What fucking more? How many more times do I need to see him shoot a lazy person, hit a lazy person in the head, scream at a lazy person? It's just like he was shooting all of the ones that weren't doing work. They were sitting, kneeling, whatever they were doing. Um, I this him shooting that kid again that was running back to the camp after he had um pardoned him or whatever yeah I, I i it doesn't do anything more to make me hate that guy or realize like how fucking evil that guy was i saw it in that one scene i mean you could have probably edited an hour out of this movie if you would have taken on a lot of the well fine stuff yeah because you've already established his character so I would have stuck with more of the scenes where it was between Schindler and him, the ones between Schindler and him, you're, you're learning a lot, but like, why do we keep going back to him and watching him do these like c- crimes of war and a- atrocities? I it's don't true. know. I, yeah, I no. don't know the answer to that question. It's because
1: it's, it seems like Spielberg tries to do two things, which is he tries to show like the story of the list, but then he also tries to have this story that goes beyond the list of like Schindler's actions, um, almost as like a spy to, to Gauthier or, or I, I fucking don't know his name. Gertz. I don't know his, his last name. Ralph Fiennes. Yeah. Ralph Fine. So yeah, <laughs> that that's like a whole separate thing. Then when he's like dealing with trying to befriend him, Which he would do, and he would bribe him for all the stuff that he's getting, and that makes sense to have Ralph Fiennes in there. But then to have all those other things where he's massaging him uh, as a person, like, yeah, you know, like a real power is to not kill somebody, is to have the power but not, right? And, like, all of those things, like, it seems that that distracts from the work of the list. We could have a much more tense movie, Um, if we shorten it and then just make it about the struggles and the tension involved in getting this list done, um, and the, and the bribes and everything that he has to do with maybe fines and whoever in there, but we don't need to spend so much time on, on the, um, you know, the, the fucking making him into a a gentleman.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it kind of bugged me because I was thinking, too, like if if his goal was to like wear us down until we were numb, which is how the people must have felt going through that to have so much horror heaped on. And they, they do a good job of showing that, too, is like more of the upper class Germans are, um, you know, rooted together and then put into the ghetto and then the ghetto cleansing happens like it's also fucking crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know <sighs> How many? There's a. It seems like there's just the story about the list is one thing, but then the secondary focus is like the Holocaust and the horror, and then there's then there's like that's all separate even from Ray Fine, Ralph Fines character from Amon. Yeah, so it, it it ends up pulling things out into this really big thing, but it is crazy and huge and disgusting all at the same time. So it's like it's hard to look away at the same time.
2: I think the movie is effective in the scenes where it's it's conveying the story that it's trying to tell. And like, I think it's an important story. Of course. I mean, you'd have to be crazy not to think that was important, but because it was such a huge, I mean, event that happened in the last hundred years of of our existence. But Mm. which is that's fine. I mean, I think that this is an important movie, but um, there's things that get in its way, the way of him telling it. Yeah. Um, like you said, a lot of distractions and, uh, we go down some rabbit holes that don't really lead anywhere, uh, and infect, and affect the characters or the story's outcome in any way. And then, so it just almost feels like we've wasted some time and, uh, and then also been like subjected to some more horrible shit. Because he shot it and wanted to put it all in yeah and uh, and I, I mean it's hard to even imagine how he shot some of this stuff as a filmmaker who was so close to um, to this story it was so personal to him because he was personally affected by it I uh, I am not sure exactly how he um, did that it, he it would be he very tried difficult. not to.
1: He tried not to a bunch. He tried to give this off. He tried to give it to Polanski. Uh Brian De Palma turned it down. Uh uh Billy Wilder had wanted yeah, to. Yeah, I mean just and, and, I just and uh and Spielberg talked about um that he like his worry was that he wasn't mature enough, right? So like you talk about like how can he film this? Like Spielberg was asking himself that question a ton. And I think that's probably what brought like a lot of the of the hard decisions into focus was that he was it was kinda of like the obstacle is the way, right? He's like he's like, Am I mature enough for this? Maybe not. Like this is very important details. But then he just took all that stuff that was maybe um, you know, challenged and decided to like, you know, fight it face on. Put it yeah, new. and
2: I'm not saying in a negative way mm-hmm. that how did he no, do it? I know, I know. I'm just yeah, contributing. It's, it's no totally. I just I just wanted to make it clear that I wasn't trying to be negative of him. I was more so just how how, I mean, he probably didn't sleep at night shooting this stuff. Oh, probably at PSTD terrible. after shooting this movie. It would be really hard to um to put yourself in that position. And it sounds like, and I didn't realize what you were saying was true. I, it sounds like he tried to pawn it off, the responsibility onto a lot of other people, and uh, then ended up having to take it up himself, which is very interesting. I, I had no idea that that had happened.
1: A pile of people, Scorsese, Sidney Pollack. Apparently, he was offering it to a bunch of people.
2: And everyone Were they telling him to shoot it himself?
1: I'm not sure. I didn't read much about that. I just saw that he you know, was worried about, about his own maturity as a filmmaker and the topic being so important. Um And that he just kept... Like Polanski, when he offered it to Polanski, apparently Polanski's mother died in Auschwitz, and Polanski himself was in a Krakow... Um, concentration camp as a as a, as a young guy. So um wow. so he tried giving it to him thinking that the, the topic too would would be so personal that maybe he'd want to do it. Um and Polanski being a being a good director and a piece of shit human um, took <laughs> yeah, it down. Exactly. So I mean it it that's really interesting to me the fact that Spielberg is and was a great director at that point. And I think he had the confidence to know he was a great director. But that the topic, man. Like, think like we didn't even want to do this top this podcast because how do you fucking talk about it?
0: Yeah. It's really,
2: yeah, it is really difficult subject matter. I I think as long as we, I mean, for me, as long as I'm looking at it, you know, as the the movie rather than the subject matter. Like, what were the things that he did really well? Which was a ton. The acting is really good in this. It always, uh, you know, always feels believable. Like the characters. You know, we don't know a lot about their backstories, but like the scenes that do establish the, there's a ton of characterization in this movie. And I think we all said too much with Ralph Fiennes. Um, Brent had never seen this. So I think what was interesting is he didn't know where they were going in the beginning of the movie. And, and I had forgotten that they set Schindler up to be um, basically an opportunist who uh, yeah. wants to make money off of the war and get free labor from the Jews, so that he doesn't have to pay and can have all of the profit, and then over slowly over time, he starts to um, to you know realize he has an opportunity to save them, and, well, and can't, not only, can't help himself. But yeah, to, not, not to only do that. save
0: not only save the Jews, but to um, also like he was his factories were changed into making shells, and he's like, we'll never f- make a working shell, so he's actually against the whole. Nazi regime um, yeah
2: that was interesting too and that's yeah and that's like the very end but but you see him slowly over time um you know starting to um change I, I mean that's what's good about this story is it has a, a crazy good arc obviously
0: yeah um, it's it's massive and it's it's like it's it's slow and it it kind of goes bit by bit so you see the change happening in him and when it all starts to get real how I think the first time the um, that mechanic comes into is often to thank him personally. You see his shell kind of starting to break there because it became too real.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I different. do think that it would have been better. I do have problems with... with. Um, I think it would have been better if they would have focused more on his character and less on who Fine's character and focused on his arc because there are some big leaps that happen for him, and he makes some... He makes some big mistakes and stuff that you wouldn't. I don't think he would make. Um, we we talked about that him wanting to give the the people on the train the whole water hose so they could get water in those those hot yeah. train cars when the train wasn't moving, and um, he's kind of sly about it at first and 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 uh, trying to you know like not look like um, he's doing what he is doing, which is really cares about those people but doesn't want to let it show. But then it's strangely he he kind of like gives the shit up and i i don't think that that would have happened not the way that he was he was dragging the hose and screaming get that car get that it was weird um i think that that stuff like betrays his motivation and his yeah, character it betrays
1: i think it betrays the um the bad guys too right the the because they letting him do that and never really catching on cuz we were like we were like oh I just gave it away but no he doesn't they just seem to keep going along with him with whatever it they it makes them so clownishly
2: inadequate right like yeah it's
1: their their inability to pick up on some very obvious signs that he throws down well they notice a jewish girl spraying the water they notice and nothing comes of it
0: yeah so like why yeah, no, it's true. Like, you would have got the same emotion across if Schindler was just yelling at people to get the hose in there and just pointing, but not grabbing at himself and being so interested, especially mm. when all the guys were laughing. He should have been laughing with them, like, you know, hey, in there, yeah. yeah. Like, just yeah. doing a better job of deflecting what was going on. Because his whole premise is that he's constantly underestimated by the Germans. They don't think anything, oh, he's just whatever. and And he uses that to his advantage as he slowly gets people like to loosen up with his parties and he must hear all kinds of info he can use. And then he's owed favors and people just generally like him and want to help him when the time is right. Um, I mean, it's amazing after the movie wraps and they're like, he never had a successful business again.
2: Um, Yeah. The, the other thing too is um, he never, uh, the times that he does get caught, whether it's kissing the Jewish women or the hose thing, there's a couple of other times where where he should be caught and there should be consequences for for his actions but since there's never any consequences for schindler and he can always talk his way out of it so easily or pay people off whatever the case might be it almost lessens his achievement because because in the film i i'm sure it's not it wasn't that way in real life but it, he never it never feels like, to me, it almost is like he's a superhero that can't be touched. He He never seems, no matter how much he fucks up or reveals, that he actually cares about the Jews and wants to save these people. And he never suffers any consequences other than financially you know, at the no, end of the movie.
0: There's no tension against him in this movie. Like, he no. is never almost caught in a way that you're worried for him it's always tension on someone else because he's the mastermind behind the movement i don't know you could argue ben kingsley was more of a mastermind well, he than schindler gets,
2: but and there's tons of threats to his life oh yeah he's on the train um you know that guy gets shot right beside him but you're yeah. right there's never any there's n- almost never any no matter how much he blunders and gives up his hand He never gets... No one ever catches on. Yeah. Like, no one even comes close. So, So again,
1: why put it in there? Because, like, that shower scene, for instance, is probably 15 at the minimum. And all we really need there is to see him sitting with those guys and then see him cleverly figure out a way to help what Jewish people he could with the spray, they could all be laughing at it, and it shows kind of, it, it suggests to us that he's changing, he's doing what he can to help the Jews. It also shows that he's like, you know, manipulating the Germans, and maybe there's a little bit of awareness there if you want to throw something like that in, the way that they have it, it doesn't make sense. Um, but we just, again, there's a long scene, long scene to do this, and it ends up doing a disservice to the movie, as opposed to what, it, you you change it and uh, and then you just shorten it and you give us everything we need to know and we're fucking moving on. Yeah, yeah
2: you're right. It's not the writing, it's the editing. You could have edited that scene to where where um, they're both laughing, him and Ralph uh, well, Fiennes are both laughing about getting the hose. And he's like, yeah, I get the hose. And you could just cut to them spraying the hose and him still sitting there with them, but you could see yeah. some relief on his face.
0: Yeah, and then yeah. we're done.
2: And yeah. You're out. You're yeah. fucking out of there. Yeah, you're right. There's too many long, long drawn out scenes.
0: You show um, him sitting there with them and he's like just smoking and looking around like he's cool. And then you cut the inside the car where the people are drinking from the drips in the ceiling and then you fade and you're done. Yeah. And you get everything. You show done. you
1: show Ben in there drinking because he's yeah. in there, isn't he? Not no, that's that a one. different. That's a different. Is that a different, different one? Yeah. yeah, a
2: different scene. But no, exactly. You're right. That's That's a perfect way of getting out of there. And it's, you're, you're once again the audience totally understands what just happened. It, yeah. it, ha- it happens at the end, and once again, no one's watching this. If they listen, if they haven't seen this, when he gives a speech, Brent made a great comment at the end. Brent, you want to talk about that?
1: It's just so heavy-handed and stupid the way that. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm really sorry because I I guess I never had seen this movie, so I'd never seen this scene, and. I mean, Colin mentions like uh, you know some places where they where they spoof it, like Seinfeld or whatever. And I never would have got those references. But to me, at the end, it's just so dumb when they like give him that ring, and he goes on and on, well, uh, well, this this could be two more. This this could be one one more. It seems so fake, right? Like it seems like he's like trying to get more more i guess i don't know adoration from them or like look like a better guy or like and i know that's not the case but it really just feels disingenuous what you do instead you give him that ring and you give him a moment to just do the right thing and and as an actor and he just it would all be nonverbal. he could just break down crying you have the jewish people like all the people that he saved maybe you have a bunch of them come in maybe put their hand on him or just give him one of those little hug things right just and you don't even need all of them maybe just a few of them to show right that they like you finally see the impact on him
2: and that does happen yeah it it what does said, but the way that
1: they do it is no just, it's
2: too late yeah you're right it's too late by then they he's yeah. already ruined it uh, you're totally right if they would have went straight to the crying and the people coming and embracing him and then you, once again, you get out um, because him crying is what's impactful because it finally hits home for him what had happened. That's all you needed. You're right. You didn't need any big grand speech. It comes off as well, pretentious. Uh, uh, yes. It's just, very just pretentious.
0: Liam, Liam Neeson, actually, like he performed really well. I'm not surprised he was nominated. Um, fines too, right, for his for his performance like they're, they're good good performances even if the, the editing should have been better on their their totally, characters yeah. but Liam Neeson just doesn't carry that scene in the end with his no. emotion trying to talk and I, sh- I should have saved more it's just like oh uh, no it, so it, like,
2: it, it, it doesn't work you're right like, it's,
0: because it's, of like that's a reason right there to, to slice it down as well because you just don't need it you know that's how he feels because we would feel the same way and, and yeah. it's like not surprising like could have done more like yeah come on Zero Dark, dead, 30,
2: or... Zero Dark Thirty does this brilliantly at the end of the movie when when she gets on that huge cargo plane and she says, where is everybody else? And he's like, no, this one's just for you. And he's like, you can sit wherever you want. And then she sits down in that chair and straps in and then she's just sitting there and then you just see her eyes start to pool and then she just starts to cry and then they, and it just cuts to black. That's all you needed in this as well. I mean, the, obviously Zero Dark Thirty came out after this. But like that movie handled that perfectly yeah. because nothing needed to be said. So uh, you just saw her finally let go of all of that, what she was holding inside of him. He was holding a lot inside of him.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I think yeah. like John said, I think that a big part of why that doesn't work is because, and I mean, no discredit to Liam Neeson. He's a great actor, but that yep. scene was not done well. Um, and I think I would like to see if it was done capably, maybe how we'd feel differently. Yeah. Cause it, yeah, I mean, the execution can really change something. so, I mean, I, I say right now that that scene's garbage and it should go, but, um, I would have liked to see maybe Daniel day Lewis step in as a pinch hitter and fucking <laughs> see what he could nail there.
0: I, I, I even, yeah, sure, yeah.
2: even, even if it was acted and directed differently, I, once again, I don't, I think you'd still would have edited it out because it's just not necessary. The impact is so much greater. I mean, this movie is a perfect example of less is more. Um, like uh, where it, this got out of control. Um, the, the points you're trying to get across, get it, get across stronger. If you're not, you're not repeating it and hitting us over the head. Like I always say hitting us me over the head with a canoe paddle. Well, I was like unconscious with a canoe paddle after three hours and 15 minutes. Yeah, uh, the birdies <laughs> were swishing around my head, and I was like, "Out!" Because you had beaten the shit out of me with the points, and I-, uh, I got them in the first the first scene that you showed me. So I didn't need to see five other times where someone gets shot in the head and blood starts squirting all over the place. I don't need to see that five times. Show it to me one time. Well, please. especially
0: since the way he does it, like when the the construction, um, foreman lady engineer that says the building's not built right and then they do her whole execution which is like very slow and deliberate and they pull her like right in front of the camera and she's like kind of looking for a way out but knowing there's nothing and panicked and then they just slowly take her over and it's like just a matter of time and then boom it's like insanely gory pop down kind of stuff like once that happens like most other executions are going to pale in comparison
2: exactly and then and and then you have this scene with him with the sniper rifle and then that's all you need that those should have been the only two scenes because that one with the woman engineer is probably was very impactful to me and yep. probably so because it was one of the first ones yeah but then when you keep doing it over and over again once again that impact gets lost And and also the sniper rifle with him shooting the people in the yard um, for his morning thing ritual or whatever the fuck that was that was also incredibly impactful on me. But once again, they 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 kept showing us similar scenes down the road that that were very unnecessary.
0: Yeah, they did a mix of storytelling about him when he shot like the when they had he had the twenty five prisoners. And and it was what's his name, Itzak, that was telling him. Um, he said, "What's wrong with you?" And he's like, "He killed like twenty five people, all told." But then it like goes to the flashback and shows him doing it, like insanely brutally. And it's like which okay. you don't
2: need to see because no. that guy just told him, and you know that and that we've guy's seen, telling we've the already truth. Seen. Yeah, yeah, no. we know he did what that guy just said. We we know that's not that's not an exaggeration. So why show it? Yeah you got to pick in that scene. And I think he just tells him, cause that's a good scene. Once again, an oppositional scene between him and Schindler where Schindler is like justifying that what this guy is doing. And this guy is saying, no, you like this guy, you cannot justify what this guy is doing. It's disgusting.
1: Well, and then Schindler calls him out and he goes, he goes, what just talking. Right. <laughs> and, but, but he's done, he's already done the job. Right. So, yeah, yeah. I, yeah.
0: I like the way that Kingsley plays that out.
2: Yeah, and there's some great scenes between Kingsley and Fines, and I think a lot that's of that where some works.
0: Of the comedy comes from too is between them,
2: and that's good to have that. I think yep. that's between, really good
0: between King- him and Neeson. You mean right? Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, also strangely enough, I think the the scene with the sniper rifle, um, having it be that weird, twisted, fucked up cavalier nature in which he's doing that and stuff was a better way of showing that too than some of the other scenes where soldiers just start shooting people randomly like unknown soldiers so we don't i mean you could leave those scenes in because that was when they're rounding people up and looking for them in where they were hiding and stuff those scenes once again establish a lot of what happened um and kind of tell you like what those people went through like they were they were hiding and then they tried to come out and then those guys were waiting for them like that shit was awful but then they did a Spielberg did a great thing he cuts to those guys downstairs and you just see the flashing in the windows yeah he needed to do more stuff like that like that is so effective
0: all the stuff with the ghetto clearing like it's all brutal and it's like it, it it's almost like you need to maybe have seen it just the once so it really gets your brain into how awful and horrible that was.
2: Yeah, I'm okay but, with all of that stuff. I do think that that stuff was um should be in the movie and, and it works.
0: But the unfortunate thing is that it's it's not it it's only like a setup for the ultimate story of the list and the saving. So there's just a lot of it and it's this is my problem with the movie is is um I just don't want to be like I don't want to. That, should that be in here or not? Should that much of the the war experience be in here? If the movie, I think about you the could cut down.
2: Saving? I think you could cut down the the clearing of the ghetto way more. Like it's quite long. It's probably like twenty minutes or twenty five minutes we we spend in there. It might it be takes less, long. But,
1: it takes a while to get there too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think with this movie, cut
0: down. I think with this movie being as long as it is, and the ultimate end here is going to be. Schindler, like, leaving because the war ends, um, then it's the start of the movie that's the that's the slow part to get going. Um, I think that's where you could probably end up taking a bit out. And I guess in the midpoint, too. because like, Everything's you
2: know, just, too long. You're right. Even the beginning where it's showing Schindler entertaining people and buying them drinks and stuff, that goes on too long. We know what he's doing, like, about two minutes into that 10-minute scene a montage, uh, you know, like, why are we, why are we spending so much? Yeah, the, everything is almost too long in this. Like every section.
1: Well, you know what that makes me think? Um, it makes me think that Spielberg was right. Uh, that maybe he wasn't mature enough to make this. Or maybe like you said, Colin, that this, this falls on the editor. Because Spielberg, I mean, masterfully directs it. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fantastic job that way and i think that all the scenes are there like to to really um if you if you edited this in a new way shorter cut some of those scenes um reformatted the story to kind of allow for like maybe a little bit of a truncated movie here um i think that you get a better thing i think that spielberg in his in his immaturity was unable to uh, cut his babies, kind of thing. He was like, yeah. everything is so important, yeah, and he wanted to fit everything in. And I mean, I get it. it. This is a crazy, huge story, and then everything would feel like it was too important to get rid of. But I feel like the movie. Um, I feel like the movie is worse for it. It yeah, is, and
2: and and it's uh, the I'm sure like Spielberg was in the editing room like every day, like telling him what he wanted to keep and what he didn't keep. Um, you know, like that was the problem. That's the problem with like so many movies like today. Spielberg got power early. This was 93. A lot of directors didn't have the kind of power that he had. I think he also put a lot of his own money into this. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but like he ha- had a lot of power when it came to this movie. And if you would have had an editor, like a studio edit the movie without his input, Um, I think it would have been better off for sure Hmm. because it is it is at at least 45 minutes too long, at least. Um, And so you could have made this a two and a half hour epic, still an epic, epic movie and kept all of the best parts in this movie. Um, And there are a lot of good ones. Um, There is a lot to like in this movie um, for writing as well as the directing and the acting.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, some smart. There's some really
2: smart writing.
0: This is the. It's why this movie is so hard to review. Because like now we want to see less of the Holocaust stuff. It's like I don't really want to or not. It's just you have to. You have to get this into something that is manageable, and that flows yeah. really well. And there's so much here. I think there's no way this is a Humpty Dumpty. Like this could no, be no, not. A oh, yes. much much better and effective movie.
2: Fuck yeah, I could.
0: Wouldn't that be nice? Like the director's cut comes out, you know, 20 years later, and it's actually a lot shorter, not the extra footage that I didn't include. The the green coat boy, he didn't make it in, but in this new version, and then Jabba the Hutt.
2: We've had these problems so many times with movies. Platoon was another perfect example. We all three said Platoon held up, but if you cut the voiceover at the end of the movie and just let the music play, and you cut... Them showing Elias gets shot in the chest three times. If you made mm-hmm. those two small edits, that movie is perfect movie. It's a perfect fucking movie. This Without one fucking, needs This is the story
1: of my two dads. Or
2: <laughs> said. Yeah, and now this movie definitely needs a lot more editing. But um, it's just amazing sometimes how a couple of cuts the changing in the music I was listening to our interview of, of a with a vampire episode and we all hated the music so much in that movie um music is also so important if 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 that gets fucked up um it can change the whole tone or the whole way people feel about a scene about about the tone of the film um and this how, what do you guys think of the music in this because I don't think we even talked about that and I'm pretty sure was it Hans Zimmer who did this?
0: No, it was um Williams. John, oh, Williams. John Williams. And it, it's it's great. It's it's I don't think it's anything that pops out as like being insane, but I didn't mo- notice it for the most part, which means it was super effective. Yeah, okay. I think it's perfect that way. It won way, it won it doesn't the Oscar. Stand
1: out. Um it does, it doesn't jump out at you. It's a perfect yeah. a perfect accompaniment.
2: No, and that is good music.
0: So isn't it strange then that that we're we're deliberately saying we don't like what I think Spielberg intended in this movie is to make it hard to watch?
2: I don't think he did
1: intend he, this though. No, absolutely, I think he did. There, there's even comments talking about how he he stretched the um, the ghetto scene deliberately so that it was hard to watch, like he. It was totally his intent, I believe.
2: I know, but his, the problem is, is it's not as when we say hard to watch, I find like that it makes it not easier on me, but like once again, the the violence loses its impact. So it actually makes a lot of the violence later on in the movie less impactful and less shocking and um, horrifying than if he had 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 taken it out. Like, those mm. those first couple of scenes are hard to watch. But as the movie goes on, the violence becomes less and less and less a thing. Because it's just, there's so much of it.
0: But th- But that's your hopelessness and your apathy also kind of growing, which... It
2: is, but I don't is, know if...
0: I think that was intentional. I think he was like, that's how the world viewed it. That's how the people involved viewed it. It just, it became it went from this shocking amazing thing to this like oh man what's next oh that's a little worse but i guess there was more brain chunk there i've seen worse though and and like that that kind of apathy like if that was the intention it did it fail like <laughs> i read i read that was his point of having that girl in the red coat
1: was cuz i thought that was a heavy-handed Uh, manipulation to evoke emotion from us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which wasn't necessary clearly unless you're a heartless fuck, but, um, but actually he said that that red coat in there was basically a commentary to the, as, as well, the United States and maybe some other of the world as like, as how clear it was to see it right in front of you. Right. And then not do anything or not, not take action right it was as mm-hmm. obvious as this little girl with a red coat and in a world mm-hmm. of black and white um, that's how obvious it should have been to the world of what was going on um, and instead they uh, you know like they could have just bombed those rail lines and then you can't fucking transport all these people so easily between camps anymore right.
2: but, and if that was his intent is does that work
0: yeah that's the, that's the question Yeah, yeah no, you, need, you need to question. know that to know it until yeah.
1: until you know that, that does still work as a manipulation.
2: But does it make it good or bad? I, like once again, I, I mean, if that's the direction he wanted to go, but, but once again, I was looking at my watch a lot in this movie and like, we, you, no, no director should ever have the intent of that
0: no and I I mean mean, this
2: movie is all three of us agree this movie is like far 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 too long long. yeah and and that you start to lose your audience so so I think that was a blunder and um, uh, once again we've all changed Um, like especially our attention spans yep Um, even the three of us we've definitely we've definitely been impacted by that so I don't know. That's tough. Yeah, it is. Mm. Well, mm.
1: does someone want to? <laughs> I can do it if you guys don't. You know? Yeah, I know.
0: Let's go. This
1: movie definitely holds up. Uh, the acting, the music, Spielberg's directing, I find, is sublime. Um, the story is too long. Uh, and it... Staggers in that aspect and that's unfortunate but for me did it did it detract enough from the story or from the movie to um, wreck it for me I'd say no I think everything in this movie works to become a cohesive um, piece in the end and there are it's not a perfect movie um, but I think it's it's quite good and I'll I'll say it holds up Wow, interesting. I know we shat on it a ton, but <laughs> mostly just the length, right?
2: We talked. A, we talked a lot about good. There's. A, there's a ton. I said there's a ton to like about this movie. Yep. No, 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 totally. There, there is just, good writing, a but does the bad? Does the as. but does the? Fuck. There's. There's great writing in this movie. There's a great script. There's a great movie to be found in the editing. But is this a great movie? I don't fucking know.
0: It's so crazy. It's so 45
2: crazy. Minutes, Forty five minutes to an hour of it being too long is And and by the standards of the way our, because of our attention span today and because the way things are edited, I don't know. Johnny, what do you I think? You.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're still thinking, hey?
2: I just don't know. I I don't know. Like it's tough for it's tough for me to
0: I mean, the the content here, it's the one thing that you will absolutely get from watching this movie is a glimpse into this time period and this crazy fucked up event. And there there's no pulling punches with how horrible this was. So it's just something you got to face when you go into this movie. No matter what your background is, you would ideally or as a human being, you would find this absolutely fucking shocking. Mm. Beyond belief, so I mean the fact that it still does that to me on this viewing it, it's just it would always have that impact, and that's one of the reasons why I just won't be watching it again anytime soon um it is massively too long so one of my disappointments with the movie is that it could have been even crazier better uh, and would that be something I would watch more often probably not but it would certainly be enjoyable for those times when you decide to pick it up like People just got to see this I think in a way. You don't want to but if you want to connect with the human condition and you want to learn about what people are capable of in the wrong hands with the right people guiding them then you just watch Schindler's List because holy fuck. The, the most shocking thing to me more than the killing and anything else is the complacency of the people involved because you're always like oh, I just run away or I wouldn't kill those people but you can say whatever you want because we're not talking about being dropped in. We're talking about you have been raised in one or the other environment. And from the way that things went, you now either think these people are dogs and subhuman, or you think that people are mistreating you and you need to stick together and be tight with your people to, to survive. And it's fucking awful either way. So, I mean, I guess since it gets all this still across to me, uh, and there's like the acting, the way this movie looks and feels, uh, it's all good. So I don't think the extra length is going to keep it from holding up. But I'm definitely going to say that there's a there's a better movie to be had here just just by using what you got and making it tighter. And holy fuck, Holocaust, holy fuck, just insane deniers
2: yeah I just want to say though but I just want to say that it, it's gonna hold up because it's because of the subject matter but I don't I don't think that's it's true like is this a good movie the way it currently sits at three hours and 15 minutes no it's not a good movie it's way too long um, the scenes with them writing the list the scenes with with um, the scenes at the, the scene at the end is ruined by by bad acting <laughs> and making it silly and overly dramatic um, for no reason. Brent said uh, Spielberg couldn't couldn't kill his darlings. and and that was a big problem in this movie. Yeah. It was a huge, huge problem. And once again, I think this movie is incredibly important, and I do think people should see it. And I think the subject matter, I think I'm glad this movie is around because people should never, ever forget that this happened. So to me, that's why this is important that this be out there, but, but the, the problems in this movie to me make it not a good movie. By the end of the movie, I don't feel like it was a, a good movie. So I, as much as I wanted to say that it held up, I can't because I don't think it's good anymore. I think it's not good anymore. And I, I once again, I think it's important, but it's not good anymore. It wasn't Man. for me
0: I, like so th- crazy
2: <laughs> I never wanted to watch this the first time And I, I would never watch this again And even if you probably edited out the 45 minutes I probably ah, and that, oh, and that, that, I will never just watch just cause this the, again sp- Specifically just because of the subject matter Dude, I can't uh, the 12 Years a Slave is the exact same thing for me 12 Years oh, a Slave I'll never watch that again But it, it was an amazing movie But I would never watch it again But but, um, I did think it was an amazing movie when I, I watched it, but yeah, I didn't feel that way when I watched this this time. I felt like there are some stunning performances. there is some brilliant directing, there are some great, great scenes, um, and um, there is some great storytelling, but it got the other shit got in the way of the storytelling. It doesn't stick with the, the core, and it wanders and you get lost so for me as a film it just didn't hold up it sucks but i gotta but watch it though go I, watch, I gotta, like absolutely see this movie once um because the lessons i i'm i'm really scared that that things are happening in and currently in the world with authoritarianism the wars going on with russia and the ukraine and other countries Looking to perhaps do the same thing If Russia isn't punished for this Stuff that's going on in the United States With politics, guns People just hating each other And wanting to like extinguish the other person Because they don't agree with them Like all these things are going to come around again Don't,
1: don't say people Say say there's one side particularly That wants to do There is one the side, side
2: that seems like They just want a bunch of guns And like if people kids get killed They don't give a shit Especially this week um but but I'm just saying uh I so I think this movie's an an important lesson that we should all keep continue to remember. But but it's just it's it just and it's not a Humpty Dumpty. Hundred percent like John said, there's an amazing movie in here, but you have to strip so much away to get at it that um I don't think it holds up as it sits at three hours and fifteen minutes. Interesting call. It sucks. It really sucks because this is a kind of a movie you don't want to say that uh, about. It I, feels bad. I feel bad to say it, but I have to be honest and say that it didn't hold up for me.
0: <laughs> I almost like want to change my response now because I, I, di- I don't disagree with anything that Colin said and somehow still this movie has the desired impact on me. That's the big one that I'm going to toil with for like if that was all intentional to go so deep and so hardcore that it numbed me to it and made me think, holy fuck. But that was the point, because this must have been horrible to go through. I don't know if I celebrate that or not. <laughs> because watching it is hard and not enjoyable by the end.
1: No, but a movie's not supposed to be good because it's enjoyable always, right? Like right. This,
0: this this movie
1: is is again, this is
2: art, right? The things that the things that are horrible that impact me the most though are, are are diminished by the flaws like I said the scene with the architect the scene with the sniper rifle the, those all get um, ruined by by the length and the repetitiveness uh, and yeah. the wandering nature of it for me once again,
1: no, I hear you. I I don't disagree. I got to tell you, I don't I don't disagree with the analysis that you have. I just I feel, um, I guess I feel that that for me, um, there still is something worthwhile here.
2: It, yeah, and I I hope I'm not coming across as saying that. I'm no, not. You're, you're I'm not trying, not trying to. No, no, you
0: haven't at all. Like I, I okay. I I really. There are as many reasons like the brutality is not the only reason i won't rewatch this another reason is because it's way too fucking long and should have stayed more on point um it just it's not big enough to have like the the schindler story and as much of the bad guys we get to see and the holocaust happening here
2: even the stuff with the list is too long we talked about it while we were watching it the 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 him hanging over his shoulder as he typed the names and And that goes on and goes on and goes on yeah. and goes on and goes on, and it's just like we got this like quite a while ago
0: our book ends. and so
2: why are we continuing to see typing when yeah. we know what is happening um like like just like we should be we should have moved on quite some time ago, yeah, I know, yeah, and right. uh, so you get bored and you just start to like question why he why he's trying. he's not trying to bore us. But
0: yeah, oh, God, Ugh. this is annoying for me because I'm so borderline. I'm pulling back that- my hold up. I don't I, I just. No, I don't think as a movie there's too many mistakes here. And it's 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 way too bad because, again, like if you've not seen it and you have any interest in what uh, evil looks like, this is it. This is like scarier than any horror movie for content
2: yeah it's true
0: but some of the some of the impact is taken out by how crazy it is and
2: and yeah just the idea that people could exist that think this way and and the scary thing is we know that they still do like whatever percentage of this the population can like can like get manipulated this way and the people who can manipulate them to do these things that they're still here and uh That scares the shit out of me the most, I think.
1: You can't tolerate intolerance.
0: Yeah, I just... Yeah, just let people do their thing, man. It doesn't affect you. Just leave it alone. I knew this was going to be a sad episode. Oh, well, I mean, we had to get through it. Not a lot
2: of laughs here today, guys. I (laughs) apologize. If you were looking for laughs, maybe you wouldn't have listened to this one anyway.
0: Yeah, well... Let's get on to some uh, better stuff. So this is a, obviously one that tore us, but I think we can all agree the subject matter covered is intense, and it, I guess it was tackled in a decently uh, um, respectful, well, very respectful way. Um, it's just crazy. Holy shit, that happened. Uh, okay. I don't really have a funny log offline for this one either, but what we can do is reveal the June lineup. Let, that'll be fun, right? Yay. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, fun. <laughs>
1: Now, Requiem for a Dream. Yep. Our uh, uh, racer hi. head. Yeah. Hi. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, instead, we're going to go with the easy, breezy, futuristic, computerized-y movie, Hackers. Uh, then we're going to chew up some Adam Sandler on the golf course and Happy Gilmore. Then, Colin just talked about his feelings on the ending, but it's 10 years old, and I have strong feelings about this movie, so Zero Dark Thirty will be the next one. And then we're going to do... The original Michael Keaton Batman for some reason. Let's get that Bro, one into us. <laughs>
2: how, how have we not done that one yet?
0: That's probably the question, and I don't think there's
1: another. It feels another like one. it has to happen, but I feel like it's pretty clear what's going to happen. We've
2: done, we've <laughs> done dark, we've done several of the other Batman movies, and skipped over the original. That seemed weird. Yeah,
0: that's right. That's right. And of course, uh, then we're gonna have P.T. Anderson July, July. Uh, we'll reveal those movies a little bit later in June, but there is five I think those are Sundays. Obvious, uh, yeah, and we'll see. You we can type on our Instagram if you guess what those P.T. Anderson movies going to be. And then guess what? We're doing more movies in August. You can't get rid of us so easily, folks. All right. Well, uh, this was an interesting one, so we're going to go cry now. But we'll have dried our tears by next week, and we'll be doing Hackers with our 14.4 baud modems. Take a while to upload, you know, but you got to have all that graphic user interface and and Angelina Jolie topless. So, hackers, everybody. Hackers.
2: Oh, I forgot
1: about that.
0: I think that happens. I might be wrong. That cheered me up a little bit.
1: I I can guarantee it
0: happens. Okay, right on. we got the guarantee. that makes
2: me feel a little bit better. Just a
0: little bit better. So, there you go. We did leave on a smile, and we're glad you're leaving with a smile, too. So, come back for that one, hackers, next week. We will see you then. Thanks for coming out for this one, folks. Uh, Have a good rest of your weekend and as always enjoy your shit thanks for listening everyone make sure you follow us on instagram our handle is hold up underscore podcast you can fire us a comment or two add a movie to our wish list and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.